don't wake you up, princess. Well, you know, normally. What time do you normally wake up? No, I wake up before that, but I normally fit in like a run or or something by now. So you've interrupted my schedule, Trev. So, um, and there's not many people I would allow to do that. <laughs> You're an exception. You know what? I actually believe that. I yeah. actually believe. Other people would say, I want to come over at eight. I think, fuck off. Eight o'clock. <laughs> no, thank you. <laughs> I'd say, nah. You can come at nine. <laughs> So Thanks for accommodating. You're in a very, very rarefied group of people. It was either that or just sit out the front for an hour. And, yeah, I know. contemplated that. <laughs> if you would have seen me walk past you and say, oh, I'm just going to go grab a coffee. I'll be back in a minute. Yeah, I normally walk, for a run. normally walk down or walk sort of slash jog down to the, and then come back with a coffee. But I'll have to get a coffee afterwards today. Have you got a coffee machine? I have got a coffee machine, but it's not the same. Oh, I do. I've got my espresso, but it's okay. It just pumps out a coffee during the day. I know my my morning coffee. I prefer it to be a professionally made one. Plus, my daughter works down at the the cafe down there, and I Checking like to support it. her her and in her work and the business wonder, that she's. Wonder if she'd for. prefer that you didn't come. Yeah, well, she, yeah. Funny thing, she sprung me getting a coffee at another place yesterday. <laughs> I was I was at another joint. Oh, there was a place next door to a news agency. And I thought they got much bigger coffees. Like the Jacqueline's cafe only has like a large. I wanted the extra large. So I thought, I'll oh, stuff her while I'm here. And she wasn't starting till later in the day. I'm thinking, no, nah, I'm good. She's not there. She's not going to know. You worried about, I've, you I've, thought I've about walked, it beforehand. I walked around the corner. She literally walked around the corner. I had my other coffee in my hand and, and <laughs> I went, oh, I bought it from you. Okay. She goes, that's okay. I don't care. <laughs> so lucky I, wasn't, lucky I wasn't with another woman or anything. Like she would have sprung me cold. <laughs> <laughs> so I thought, okay. Had the coffee guilt. <laughs> It's like it's like Seinfeld, you know. When he goes, when he goes, oh, how can I go to another barber? It'll break his heart, you know. Do you know that yeah. barber episode? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He goes, oh, I've been going to him for a long time. <laughs> well, that has been enlightening. Yeah, thanks, Stephen. And do you, will you, do you record all that? <laughs> you captured all that. Got it all. Let's do the show. Now it's time for two blokes talking tech. There is a lot going on in technology, as always. About technology. It's fantastic to get these speeds on a mobile phone, isn't it? The speeds on this thing are amazing. Two blokes talking tech. Very nice, snappy performance. It's a good phone. Yeah, there's a few pros and cons with this. With Trevor Long from yourtechlife.com. Now, my advice to people who like this kind of service is... And Stephen Fennick from techguide.com.au. I really like this new service. Gives you that flexibility to hear your music anywhere. Two blokes talking tech. Stephen and Trevor always providing the best advice. Lots to talk about on Two Blokes Talking Tech. This is Two Blokes Talking Tech. <laughs> Sorry, but that was gold. Two Blokes Talking Tech, episode 350. Stephen Fennick, techguide.com today. G'day, mate. Congratulations, mate. You made it to 350. But people did talk we about it. We made it to 350. Yeah, people talked about it because I posted it online. Yeah. Um, they that was a nice little post, by like the way. Like an anniversary. Yeah. There was even one guy, was it Frank, uh, that remembered the Media Week connection? Yes. Which I thought was I nice. I saw that, yeah. Which is how how we got started. Yes, that's right. Media Week. Shout out to to James. Because in reality, so seven years. Four I was still working at News Limited. I was still working You're at News, News Limited. Um, when we thought of the idea, but when we did, recorded our first episode, I'd only just kicked off Tech Guide. Had we? Yeah, Had it we? was early 2011. Okay, right. And uh, I'd just kicked off Tech Guide. I think a month or two earlier, like a month earlier, Tech Guide started. Because outside of the Media Week podcast, welcome by the way, if you're listening for the first time, we we this is we've a got a lot. Of, we've got a bit of catching we've up. Got to a do. bit of catching up to yeah. do. Uh, seven years worth, but uh, we're just reminiscing. So stick with us. Um, before even the before the first Media Week podcast, 
we didn't really. I mean, I think we knew of each other. Oh, so I remember bumping into you in a couple of events, and I think I, I think we we got to know each other at, at various events. And I think the uh, I'll go back and tell the, the story about the LG TV launch where no, you, you weren't we invited. Okay. Do you remember you weren't invited? <laughs> yeah, that, that doesn't happen today. It's, <laughs> I'm the person doesn't get invited now. <clears throat> I'm the one who gets dudded now. So <laughs> you you said oh because because Mark Webber was going to be at the at the um at, at the, the launch. launch yeah at the, the IMAX you're, you're an F one nut. So nut. I'm thinking. So I've emailed LG and said, look, you've got to invite Trevor Long. He does a lot of radio, you know, lovely bloke, blah, blah, blah. And then you get invited and win the TV <laughs> as well. <laughs> so that was, uh, that was the, good. I it's thought we get... the only thing I've ever won too. <laughs> yeah, me too. I don't think I've won anything else either. I've, I've, I don't think I've won anything. It's not, it's not like you're short of a thing though. Yeah, exactly. But, yeah. <laughs> Still anyway, nice. Stephen loves to claim that TV, which was a 2010 you still, TV. Do you was still a have it? 42-inch t- plasma. Plasma. Uh, yeah, it was an LG plasma. Wow. Because um, yeah. I held on to it for a long time. It, it, so I held on to it for long enough that we've been in our current house. For, so I held on it for three or four years for sure. It was yeah. it was the main TV in my man cave um, before I got the projector. And I gave it to my brother-in-law. Um, he put it on his boat. And, wow. um, and then the, the salt just ate a yeah, hole in it. <laughs> yeah, no, it actually, it, it, there, was a, there was a problem with it. But uh, I think that got fixed, but then they, they moved the, that part of the boat away so they don't well, have a TV there anymore. There you go, eh? Hey, see? Lasted well, the old so LG. You owe me a television, basically, mate. Oh, what? <laughs> okay, there's, there's one out there, <laughs> yeah. and probably one up there, and another one over there. Yeah. You can have them all. There's no shortage of TVs. Anyway, so we, yes, we did barely know each other, but then it was, it was getting together uh, on a kind of monthly basis uh, yeah. with James Manning at Media it, Week. And it was at Fox Studios, wasn't it? At the Entertainment yeah. Quarter. With, That's where uh, the studio was. With uh, Brennan Wood, who was uh, <laughs> his kind of anchor. Slash podcast yep. dude, yep. and would spend one hundred and eighty dollars a month with Telstra. Yeah, as I recall, probably still does. <laughs> yeah, because he's a goose. He's the um, only one who doesn't get affected by the outages because he pays so much. <laughs> he's paying That's the premium. Reckon, yeah. He's on the second. They've, they've actually yeah. got another they've got an network. executive level. Yeah, yeah they've got an executive yeah. network. All new yeah. towers and everything, just yeah. for people paying just the, for the ridiculous he's, amounts. He's already on five G. I reckon. Him and Andy Penn. <laughs> yeah. And so we were doing the Media Week podcast, um, yeah, monthly for for a while. Yeah. I'd have to look back as to when that was, but it was it was in 2010. It was probably. 2010, yeah. I was still at News Limited, yeah. And then uh, and then we we sat down outside uh, the Media Week podcast, either waiting because they were doing another one. Waiting, yeah, we were waiting at the little cafe there, and we were just like, well, we should really just should do, do this more regularly. Yeah. yeah, bugger James Manning. That's it. He only calls us once a month. That's it. <clears throat> we could do this weekly. Exactly. And thus we have 350 times. In fact. Uh, so it's three, roughly 350 weeks with a couple here and there off. But yeah. it's I think I said 367 episodes. 368, I think it was, yeah. Because <clears throat> we, we do, do these CES supplemental episodes. Yeah, so when we're at a big show like IFA or CES or MWC and we do more than one show, if we do, we uh, we call them episodes, yeah. you know, A, B, and point, C. You know, of, point of, one, point yes. two. Yeah. Is it point one? Okay, we go by numbers, yeah. I can never remember. Yeah. Um, and uh, so we've, we've done it. We've been, it's we're, been a solid run. We've taken it around the world too. We've done it in all kinds of places. We've done it the in podcast. New York. The pod, yeah, the podcast. Is right, right? <laughs> We've done it in New York, San Francisco, LA, Berlin, Barcelona, uh, London, Rome, uh, Taiwan, Bali, Taiwan, Bali. One that was a bit hectic. Yeah, that was funny. Um, where else have we done it? Pretty, a lot of places, mate. Yeah, yeah. The podcast, I mean. And then. <laughs> What happens on tour? And look, Trevor? after 350 shows, well, this is the 350th, there is some breaking news, and I think it's important that we bring people into it early on in the show. Yeah. 
And that is that we're going to keep doing it. <laughs> I was wondering where you're going there because it's the Seven start of the itch. month. It's the start of the month, not the end of the month. Seven year itch. Seven year itch. Yeah, right. Hey? Okay. You could, you could, You've been married longer than seven years. Yeah. yeah well, there you go. So it. you're over the hump then, eh? It was a struggle the seventh year, I'll be honest. Really? Yeah. Okay. No doubt. Don't, did you don't you remember, did you have it's a long time ago for you, it was like thirty years ago. <laughs> no, it wasn't thirty years ago, you idiot. <laughs> but no, I, I uh, what, seven years. We we'd already had I think we'd had all of our no, we had two of our three kids that are already by seven years, and so would you. You would have had all we'd three had, of your uh, kids by seven years. No. God, don't make me work that out, mate. Yeah, no, I think it was well seven years I got married in ninety two, so by in ninety fact, so, was, so say, seven years is ninety nine. I'm gonna say we Harry, were two out of three. Harry was born in our seventh year, I reckon. And that was, yeah, well, Harry was born the was first our, year we did the podcast. That was, that was our toughest year. Yeah. Because it was just, mate, two kids, 13 months apart, not good. Yeah, I know, mate. Not good. you got to But seven years on the easy, old podcast, mate. there's a few other people around. We could, you know, we could change the roster up. Yeah. What? Two blokes talking tech. <laughs> you mean to bring other people in? Oh, well, yeah. yeah. But what, who, why does it have to be you everywhere? <laughs> why does it have to be you everywhere? Because I bring the gear. Okay. I the oh, jeez. Okay. And I don't own a microphone. <laughs> <laughs> okay. No, Steve, we're solid. We've never we've yes. never had a third person There's on this. There's not been. It's right. Yeah. Well, we have made exceptions. We were prepared to make exceptions. Yes. For, for Brad I think Pitt's was, brother. No. Well, he 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 was on my podcast, Brad Pitt's brother, for the didn't, for the didn't we Virgin Mobile. Was it Virgin Mobile? Was there someone like that that we said that we would? Yeah. But that's the other right. one is and Malcolm it didn't Turnbull. Work out. Malcolm Turnbull to talk NBN. And Tim Cook from Apple, we'd, yeah. we'd, we'd, we'd think, yeah, we'd, we'd take Tim Cook. We probably would. Yeah. Who else? Was there, would there be anyone else, you think? John Farnham. John Farnham? <laughs> I'm seeing you on Saturday Would you let night, Daniel so... Ricciardo jump, come on? Or if he, no, well, man, you, be, you talk to him every year anyway. He'd be on the EFTN podcast. So of course, yeah, that's right. You brush me. Take him there. That's good. <laughs> I'm just thinking who else I'd bring in. Someone from Star Wars, I reckon. George Lucas, I'd bring George on. Lucas. Oh, you know what? George Lucas. Would be I, great I would bow out. I'd let it be two blokes talking Star Wars because yeah. I wouldn't want to insult the bloke. Okay. I know I insult you about Star Wars, but I'm not <laughs> that much of an ass that I would sit here and basically defame his rubbish movies in front of him. No, don't do that. But he, he'd be... Yeah, he'd be good you know chat. What? He'd be, he'd, I've got his autograph up there on the wall. They'd wall, be so like... The, the PR people would be like, oh, George, we've organised a podcast. Like, oh, that's, that's hip and modern. I'll do it. And then he'd come in here and he'd go, oh, my God, this bloke is a nut <laughs> this job. This bloke is tragic, He's yeah. a nut job. Tragic. Surrounded well. by... There is not a single... There's not... You can't walk... In fact, the only three metres you could walk, four metres you could walk, is across the front of the, yeah, the, screen. the actual screen. Yeah, without every Star other Wars. Wall, yeah. Every other wall, you couldn't go more than probably 30 yeah. centimetres before there's something Star Wars. Absolutely. That's how utterly tragic you are. Yeah. But, folks, we're not here to talk about Two Blokes Talking Tech, although we have for a good 10 minutes. Um, we are here to talk technology, and so we'll do that. Thanks to the good people at Netgear and Uniden, and uh, great thanks to Netgear who've been with us since almost the get-go, 349-odd episodes they've been with so us. Right. Yep. So episode one, we never had any sponsors at all? I don't think so, no. Okay. Look where how far we've maybe come. Maybe I'm wrong on that, but maybe how far we've come. I, think, I thought Netgear no. were there from the start. Oh. Nearly the start. It was very, mate, come on, after seven years, they've been there since the start. Yeah, absolutely. And we respect that and we appreciate it. Two Blokes Talking Tech. Two Blokes Talking Tech. You're listening to Two Blokes Talking Tech. With Trevor Long and Stephen Fennick. Stephen, uh, while we're tripping down memory lane, yep. this is a very, very important story. Kmart is ceasing the sale of physical discs. Yeah. Um, and, you know, it's an interesting one because as I talk about this on the radio all week like you have, mm-hmm. 
it's an interesting one because it makes perfect sense. It makes utter sense that you would no longer sell DVDs because they take up a lot of space. The margin on them is probably very small. And you put you know, a, a, a microwave or a bloody uh, kettle or let alone some toys in that space and you make more money. Right, it's yeah. very nice of Ziggy and Zaggy to want to be part yeah, of the Yeah, I think Logan is out there wondering where I am. Uh, yeah, this this is a, a surprising move by Kmart. That look not look not that they were a massive sort of JB Hi-Fi level DVD seller. They had DVDs, they had a sprinkling of Blu-rays. They had no 4K. Uh, they had selection of CDs as well. Uh, I think the biggest business they did through their through their sales were I think for kids DVDs. They were a lot, lot of uh, I think a lot of mums would go buy their discs for their kids and so yeah. for the road trips and stuff like that. It's kind so of an extra pickup. They're not a JB else. Hi-Fi level yeah. um, stocking the latest uh, in all formats. But it, it it is a bit of a sign though that a, that a big retailer like Kmart thinks well we can do without this. Right. And and they've decided that well we're gonna we're gonna move that space. My my local Kmart is up here at East Gardens at Westfields. Mm. And I can remember when the sale was on, they had about about four or five different rows of DVDs. Mm. And they were I'd occasionally look in there for the odd Blu-ray they might have on special, but uh that space is now gone mm. and in its place they've put more books. Books. So it's not like they're Wait. they're thinking, well, hang on, this is an old media and physical media's on the way out. Let's put something in there that's modern and gonna sell. They've put books there. Really? So book books are uh, they've expanded the book section. I thought reading from their press releases and the and Twitter, I un, I thought that it was going to be more child's uh, product, yes. children's products, and homeware products. They might not have. If you're only looking now, the, the physical shelves. Done, yeah. You know, you just you could throw books on those shelves. Yeah. So they've probably got to bring in new shelves. Like, maybe they're a maybe. different style of shelf, right? Yeah. So maybe it's not the long term plan. What you're seeing right now, it's mm. just a simple thing, but. It is. Look, I just look at it and go, look, you've got to be honest. Um, the majority of people these days are um, streaming. Though, yep. as I say that, I do think of my little local shopping centre has one of those Video Easy DVD vending machines. Yeah. And it staggers me how many people use them. Yeah, it's, it's still popular, mate. Physical media is still popular. I think the, the, the figures from from the Home Entertainment Distributors Association in Australia, it's still an $800 million a year industry. Mm. So we're nearly a billion dollars in. Yeah, but if JB Hi-Fi's got 90% of that, then it makes it very Well, terrific. But, but, you know, and by saying that, it has, do- it has dropped 11% in 12 months yeah. because of Netflix, Stan, Foxtel Now, all these streaming services, iTunes. But I think about, I mean, <clears throat> what's it cost to rent one of those DVDs? Like five, six bucks? Yeah. It's about the same price as on iTunes if you want to rent a standard definition or even HD. So you've got to be doing less than less than two a month to justify not having Netflix or Stan. Yeah. Though that said, obviously they don't have the latest releases. So if you're really into, the, but see, Mike, oh, I guess we use Fetch. Thinking about movies, um, my kids will watch Netflix all the time, and mm. oh my god, streaming with the two blokes talking tech. Have you watched Nailed It on Netflix? No. Well, I'm curious Mate. about what this show's about. Victoria, yeah. Harry, just love it. It's yeah, a right. co- cooking show. All oh, right, a cooking okay. show. Yeah. It is a Netflix original series. Yeah, it is three weird uh, hosts, judges, yeah. uh, very bubbly lady, uh, a professional French chef, and some other dude or, or guest that comes in, and then there's three contestants. Uh-huh. It's not Master Chef. These people just, you know, average. This I'm telling you, it should be spun into a, a proper free to air idea because it would rank wow. well average people and what they do is the chef creates this unbelievable thing like a cake in the shape of a football field or you know a 
tea, mm-hmm. teapot, pour, pour, pouring tea, or whatever. Co- really complicated cake, and they go make it, and they give them really? the instructions. Sounds like MasterChef. So they Is go away for an hour. Yeah. They come back. They try and, to make and it, and they unveil it, and they go nailed it, <laughs> and and they judge <laughs> and they taste them, and, and mate. It's awful, like the the, the creations yeah, right. are awful, but it's it's like watching a train crash, yeah, right. and um, cool. you can't look away. And my kids love it, and I think so. My kids use Netflix for yeah. you know random daily when they've got TV time. Yeah. But then when we sit them down and say, okay, you can watch a movie on a Saturday night. I've got friends around or whatever. Yeah. We go to fetch, and so we would rent the movie there. Oh, right. So okay. I guess I do have the two expenses well, of renting and streaming, and that's fair, and and, and that's what we're doing now. But I think I think of uh, the the young mums who want to buy discs for their kids to keep them entertained, maybe at home or on road trips and stuff like that. I also yeah. think of uh, older users who might not be comfortable with streaming; they they like popping the disc in the machine to watch a movie. So, and just a reminder: this is only Kmart. It's, we're not talking other retailers here. This is just Kmart for now. Mm. No one has indicated they're going to they're going to follow down this path, but. For me, look, look where we're sitting. I've got a room dedicated to watching movies in their highest quality. Yeah. So I'm not going to. I stream. You I stream can watch Netflix. Netflix. I can yeah. watch Netflix in here, 4K, all all of that. But if I had a choice, I'd I'd use the disc every time because the disc and without getting too technical, the disc offers a better quality because it's got a higher bit rate. So there's more information coming in off a disc than there is off a stream. So one of my favourite things to do um, on, a, on a good TV, most, uh, like the big high sense I've got, the Samsung, I've got, they all have an info button on the remote. When you're mm. watching Netflix, you press the info button and a little data comes up in the yeah. top corner that shows you the resolution. The, the resolution. Yeah, yeah. I, I, that nerds me out. I love looking at that. <laughs> I love looking at it go from, as it adapts to your stream rate, yeah. go from you know 420 up to 4K. Mm. So those numbers, obviously it shows <clears throat> two things that are, that are important. It shows the... The pixel count, so you know, yep. um, one oh nine eight by ten eighty, whatever it is, yeah, yeah. <clears throat> nineteen eighty by ten eighty, and then um, you know, it might be six megabits. So yep. you're saying when Netflix comes up, it's kind of seven or eight meg yeah. of of stream in four K. Yep. So is it the case that on a Blu-ray, if you had that kind of data, it would be it's in double the twenties, right, or the thirties, and and four K, same deal, right. So you, you're watching. It, it's and look if you and I'm a fanatic, so I'm the example I'd give is that if if I'm if I'm going to buy if I was if I was a a wine drinker hmm. and I'm you know if I'm a fanatical as I am with movies, I'd buy the fifty dollar bottle of wine. Everyone else might settle for the fifteen dollar bottle of wine. So I'm when it comes to picture quality, I'm look what I've got set up here. I want the best possible quality to showcase it. So that's what I'd go for. So the that, and the other thing too is that a disc is a repeatable experience, no matter what. Yeah. No matter if I don't have internet, th- th- there's yeah. a lot of factors if, that affect the stream. If your internet is slow, your stream might not pick up as fast. You'll still watch it, but it won't be in the same quality. So that's what I like about it, the fact that I could put that disc in there and I'm guaranteed that quality every single time. So explain for the average Joe listener and me, um, <laughs> What am I if I if we sit here and watch some uh, you know six minutes of content off mm. a four K Blu Ray disc, yep. and then we watch the same six minutes like you know Dave Attenborough's Planet Earth two or something like yeah. that. It's my it's my go to kind of four yep. K at the moment, um, and then we watch the same thing on Netflix mm-hmm. in four K. It's buffered up. It's in four K. Yeah, yeah. You know, it's their full full go. Yeah. What's what am I looking for that's different? Well, what what would be different would be the sort of the the smoothness of the image. So sometimes, you know, sometimes you see uh, 
the edges the edges of objects and stuff are, are a bit a bit sharper and clearer so the clarity is slightly better not not massively better i can notice a difference you also see i notice too the color saturation of of some some if it's on a disc the colors are there it's like it's like when uh, you know, you, you've got something in your pocket rather than having to borrow it from someone else. So, you know, you can think, hang on, I need this. So it's there all the time. It's there instantly. Mm. So that 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 is there as well. Um, just I think HDR too is a big – off a disc, HDR is way better than the, the, the high dynamic range you'd get streaming. So there's all that information. You've you got to think about it as having – it's like having a, a, a 50 megabit per second connection and a 100 megabit per second connection. The 100 megabit per second connection is going to get you your information faster. So you're seeing really smooth image, really nice clarity. HDR is really on point as well. Has your wife noticed? No. No idea. But you know what? Most of the time, a lot of other people would have noticed anyway. And, I think that's and, and, I, and I'm happy to watch a 4K. If I don't have it on disc, I'll stream it in 4K. That's it. But if it's a movie I really like and if I've got it on a disc, I'll watch it on a disc. I'll buy it on a disc if it's a movie I really like rather than being at the mercy of the stream. Okay. So that, that's that that's that's just me. I, look, look what I've got set up here. That that's what I, I didn't set this up to stream it off the internet. I set it up here to play it off a disc at its highest quality. So really, Kmart stepping out not the end of the world, but a, no. but but I think the beginning of the end uh, for discs. I think there'll be a long Possibly, time yeah. before they disappear it's, it's entirely. Down, yeah. You know, JBs have uh, reduced and, and mm. you know, narrowed the aisles. They've slightly reduced yeah. their their physical disc collection, but they, you know, they've got vinyls. Um, yeah. So it's it's not like they'll disappear because I think their biggest exa- their biggest market for the future is the 4K Blu-ray disc, you know, Absolutely, and yeah. upselling that. Stuff. And Blu-ray too. Then another that's another point too. If I was watching, say you're watching full HD, mm. so rather than streaming it on Netflix, if I had the disc, the disc would upscale better. But the, my machine would upscale it, yes. as and the projector would upscale the, the picture to more to four bringing it closer to 4K quality, it couldn't do that as well with the stream. With the stream. Yeah, that's, that's another reason point. as yeah, well. Yeah. So the upscaling works a lot better as well. Yep. Yeah. And so, look, JB's not going anywhere. You know, Target and Big W and others, you know, they'll, they'll follow suit at some point. It's yeah. not like it's been indicated that well, it'll happen Well, look at, look soon, at um, like, the, the – I think they got rid of CDs as well as well. Don't yeah, forget. Yeah. came out, so music discs are gone as well. Yeah, physical discs, yeah. Not, not that, like, my car – I don't even have a CD in my car anymore, no. so that's I'm, – I'm, that doesn't really bother me. Music – I don't really care. I still like having a physical, like just to have a collection here, as you can see behind you here. So music for, for, doesn't for bother those me. that aren't here, which is everyone else. <laughs> um, Stephen has uh, like a ten stack bookshelf, three of them. How many? How many Blu-ray discs there's, would there be there? There's or DVDs uh, in there. There'd be nearly three thousand. Yeah, yeah. and a, that's not even all of them. You're tragic. Yeah. Yeah, There's a lot. You can't watch them all, mate. But I've also got see. I, I, but I, I even culled them because I had a lot of DVDs. I, ha, I had them the same movie on DVD, Blu-ray, 4K. So I got rid of the. I, my wife's school's having a massive fundraiser, so I gave them all my old DVDs and even all my old double Blu-rays. Yeah. So I, I, I got rid of a lot of them. It's just sort of the passage of time and the introduction of new technology. You. you Got to clear out the old stuff and keep the new stuff. Yeah, you'll still collect Phantom comics. Absolutely. Yeah, you're, you're a strange anywhere. individual. They're not going anywhere. You're a very strange yeah. man. Love the Phantom. Got all the technology yeah. in the world. You still Love got the physical Phantom. discs. And I Phantom also have. Comics. Here's another collection I have. Every Mad magazine ever printed mm. as well. Remember Mad magazine? Mm-hmm. I've got every single one of them as well. Mm. America, the American issue. Okay. Yeah. Do they still make that? Yeah, they've actually. It's funny you should ask. Are you that. subscribed to it? Yeah, I subscribe to it, but they've just. 
for the first time in 58 years, they've decided to change the logo, the MAD logo, for the, the, the last issue, two issues ago. They've changed it and gone back to issue number one. Uh-huh. Yeah, so they've kind it's of reset the, thing the counter. On the back where you fold it over. Yeah, they've still got that. The fold yeah. in. Yeah, they've got yeah. that. Alfred E. Newman is still the the uh, the mascot. That weird looking dude. Yeah, <laughs> the gap. He's got the gap tooth. And... Strange cat. Oh, yes, yeah. very, very much. Go. Trip very down much. memory lane with the good folks at Kmart. God, tragic. Uh, two blokes talking tech. We're all we're all hungry for data. Did you get your big? Did they send you Boost Mobile? I've got some new plans. Did you get your massive cookie? Yep. And did you eat it? No. No? The kids didn't have any of it all? No. Okay. What do I want the kids eating a big cookie for? Mr. No Fun? Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, Boost, but that was a massive waste of Yeah. Well, expense. the Boost, Boost, they love doing that whenever there's a Boost Mobile, which is the Very prepaid carrier team. <laughs> they are. Genius. <clears throat> they do have uh, the new plans. Are the, the whole theme of the new plans are for the data hungry. Which is usually younger users. They're very much a youth yeah, youth yeah. focused telco, right? So in co- out comes this box about the size of a what was the size of like a vinyl record? Yeah, a I'd bit say smaller like than a, four, a record. Forty five. Yeah, bit, bit bigger than a bit forty five. Bit smaller. And it than was a three. massive cookie with icing on it that had boost. You know, hungry for more data. Great, great way to get your attention. And they, they did. I ate a little bit. Did, did I'll be honest, bit. didn't even realise it was a cookie until I thought about it. I thought, what is this bloody right. thing? Is it a right, frisbee or something? It was a bit, <laughs> bit heavy. Food. So then I, then I broke a bit and I went, ah, it's a cookie. Okay. So you did eat it? No, I broke a bit off. You never, you never t- ate it? No. Your body's a temple, eh? Well, I wouldn't go that far, but... <laughs> if your, body, a, your body's a shopping centre. If it's not, uh, if it's not <laughs> a scotch finger, I'm out. Well, it was set so 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 me a like large that. scotch finger biscuit, I would have eaten it. Okay. Would have loved to snap it. Right, that'd, that'd be a great idea. Me, yeah. The next person that's going to like, you know, halve their price or something, send us a big Scotch finger biscuit. Or, no, or even better, Kit Kat. You can break it off, break I'd off bits. Also, accept a large, large Kit, Kat. Of Kit Kat. Yeah, okay. <laughs> Some ideas for our friends at Closer Communications. Um, so, look, it's it's look, to be clear, it's just new data deals, but it's a little bit comprehensive in terms of. Um, so, at the, at the fifty dollar plan, instead of getting twenty gig, you're now getting thirty gig. That's a huge gig. percentage. That's solid. Jump. For people that are already with them, that's a huge bonus for them. And for people that are looking around, it's you know one of, one of the better deals on the planet. It's not it's not the best deal in Australia, I don't think, but it's still pretty comprehensive. But mm. the other thing is data rollover. So if you don't yes. use that that full thirty in one month, a bit of it rolls over. It doesn't continue month on month; it just rolls over. The thing I've got to check, and I'm I'm not a hundred percent on it, but how does the next month chew in? So if if you if you have thirty and you use 20, 10 rolls over. Does that 10 wait until the end of the next 30 before you start chewing into it? I think you, you can only roll it over once. You, know, you no, can't I, do it I twice. get that, bro. Yeah. It, it disappears. At the, like, does it, it doesn't disappear at the start of the month. You, know, you don't chew into your butt. It just, your, it just your goes into your start. allowance. It just goes I, into it. I bet it doesn't because you've got 40 the next month. And if you if you use 20, they're not gonna, that 20 doesn't roll over. Only 10 uh, does. Okay. You see what I mean? Yeah. I, there's, there's an intricacy there that the, the true data nerd would be curious about. Um, but the other thing is international calls. There's like 50 yeah. countries where you can get international free texting, 15 and countries calls, where you can yeah, get to calls few, yeah. to. I think like the top plan, you get to 50 countries. I don't, I, reading yeah. the fine print, I couldn't quite understand it. But bottom line, if you look at the list of countries and you're, and you're interested in making those calls, I'd be jumping well, on the boost. The unlimited standard uh, that they've got in the 40 and $50 plans, you've got unlimited standard calls to 15 countries. They offer you 100 minutes to 35 countries, yeah. 100 standard international SMSs 
to 50 countries. Yes. But you look at the unlimited to 15 countries, they're all like New Zealand, UK, US, China, Canada, Germany, Malaysia, Ireland, Hong Kong, South Korea, Vietnam. So plenty of plenty of countries that are a lot of tourists who come to Australia or a lot of people who come to Australia that, that are from these countries, mm-hmm. they can now call home with these unlimited plans. Yeah, I mean, ring in the UK and USA, yeah. unlimited. Now, obviously, there's always fair use plans, but you, you can basically, yeah. if you're if you're an expat, absolutely, um, you can ring ring your family every couple of days, no dramas, and not stressed about the cost, and it's all part That's of right. a fifty dollar recharge. Pretty Plus, you've got thirty gig data every month, and it's also uh, every twenty eight days as well, not thirty. Yes, yes. So just for they were always twenty eight, though, weren't they? I'm not sure. Yeah, yeah I, think, I, 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 remember, I remember when a Masim went from thirty to twenty eight. That was just a cheeky way of just giving you an extra billing period yeah, per year. It is an extra month, but I yeah. don't think this is a change. I think they were already twenty-eight. Okay, but you know their 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 challenge is the size of that second-tier market. You yeah. know, Amazim, Belong, everyone, Koga, so many mention, other carriers. This is also on the Telstra four G network Correct, as well, yeah. so uh, not too bad there. Also, well, the, I mean, yeah. Boost Boost has always been the best second second-tier player because of their Telstra network. Now Telstra launching their own second tier player, Belong, has kind of challenged them because yeah. I mean, how are Wool- they doing? Woolies and Aldi are on Telstra as well, but yeah. um, I don't, it's a lot of people like in the comments to my story, people are oh, Belong's better. I'm like, okay, well, okay, I'm, not, I'm not suggesting they're the best. I'm just giving you information about yeah. the change. You're a lot of narcs on your site. Oh well, because you, you you take them on on Twitter, yeah, and they come they they track you down and narc you on your stories. Mate. You knock me, I knock back. <laughs> I'm up for it. Bring it on. Okay. Anyway, if you're interested in uh, details about the uh, the boost in the boost data plans, uh, check out uh, eftm.com and techguide.com.au. Two blokes talking tech. You're listening to Two Blokes Talking Tech with Trevor Long and Stephen Fennick. And we do it all thanks to the good people at Netgear. And Arlo is the uh, smart home camera solution for everyone. This is a uh, fully wire-free uh, waterproof HD two-way audio. There's a bunch of features in the Arlo cameras that uh, for anyone that's looking for a little bit of peace of mind over their home, this is exactly what you need. You can get a one or two camera kit to kick you off and then you can add cameras as you go. You can have up to five cameras on the free plan. Uh, if you want more, like I do, you pay a, a subscription fee and you get, I think, up to 10 cameras on the next tier and you can have cameras everywhere, either inside or outside your home. Um, you can have them uh, fully uh, wire-free, and that, that means you don't have to run a power cable. You don't have to run a network cable. You just literally put one screw in the in the Eve, for example. You clip on the little uh, Arlo uh, mount, and it, the camera then magnetically attaches to the mount. It is so simple. It synchronizes with your home network with ease. It comes with a base station, which you can use. Um, you can have a USB drive in there for local recording of the video. You can also have... Um, there's a, there's a siren on there, so if you have an alert, you can uh, indicate that the siren comes on. Um, there's a bunch of great features like geofencing, which means when you leave home, the cameras are enabled to get alerts to your phone. It's a fantastic solution for anyone looking for smart home security. It's called Arlo, A-R-L-O. Check it out online. There's a bit of controversy around this week. In fact, I, I, let me tell you this. There's a couple of stories Beating around this week. The first one, around. first one is Samsung. Um, there's a story published in by a couple of people overseas, but also News Limited published it here, and it was just a massive clickbait in my mind. Um, unless I'm proven otherwise in the next week, but um, the story was that um, people were complaining that their Samsung phones were sending all of their photos to random people in their contacts. <gasps> oh my god! 
That's pretty much the headline. Mm-hmm. Um, the story didn't really dispute that. But if you actually read the Reddit threads and things like that, mm. we're talking about two, maybe three people. Mm-hmm. Um, we're talking about potentially, very clearly in my mind, an app update. Um, you know, yeah. the, the messages app. You've got that rich text messaging now that, yeah. that allows all these extra features. Something's gone wrong there with certain people. And what's happened is it hasn't just randomly sent all the photos. It sent the same. So a lot of them were just their partner. They'd sent their partner's photos, but it was the same photos they'd already sent. So it was just resending these things. So the reason I haven't written about that, if you're wondering, folks, why Stephen probably hasn't written about that, because it's just a beat up. It's not a big story. If it escalates and Australians are affected and there's thousands of people affected, then we've got a story. We'll do it. But in terms of escalation, the second story that's out this week that I think is worth touching on is Google and Gmail. A couple of days ago, there was a report in, I think, the New York Times or the Journal, somewhere like that, talking about how third-party companies have access to your Gmail. Again, there's your headline. Big, big story because a lot of people use Gmail. A lot of enterprises use Gmail as well. Now, a couple of years ago, Gmail, Google, stopped reading your emails. Now, what was, there wasn't a person there reading your emails, but they had a computer system that would go, oh, you're getting a lot of emails about cars. I'm going to give you ads about cars. And they decided pretty much ahead of the curve with the Facebook thing when you think about it. Now, they decided ahead of the curve that was probably not um, a wise thing to do because people were curious. A bit bit creepy. It was a bit creepy, but it was also, that's how they monetize it, right? Yeah. yeah, yeah. But their monetization now is is corporates and enterprise. So they they pull back on that. But it turns out that there's a bunch of third-party apps that can be given access to your email. Now, uh, what we're talking about here is when you sign up to a service or you subscribe to something. Now, it might be, let's say, for example, there's a service that for two bucks a month will put all of your newsletters in a certain place and allow you to go to a website and unsubscribe from them en masse. To do that, you have to grant them access to your Google account. They have to be able to read your emails so that they can you know, gather all that information. Let's say there's a service that allows you to you know, better, uh, better understand your, your contact um, uh, atmosphere, so the people you contact most and who they are and whatever, and it allows you to, to work out you know, different things about them. I don't know, two bucks a month again. Mm-hmm. But as you authorize that app and you give them access to your Gmail account, there's a pop-up that says you, you're going to give access to this, this, and this. And one of those things may well be access to your emails. And so essentially, like I, to be honest, this didn't shock me. I was not amazed that this was happening, but I think a lot of people didn't realize that it was third parties that would actually get that mm-hmm. direct access. Google say, they put out a blog post uh, late last night saying, look, we, we don't have any access to your emails. We don't read your emails. Just reaffirming. Yep. Um, there are third parties who and their apps are heavily vetted and the companies are heavily vetted and this is what they do um, and it's up to users because there's a pop-up message. Mm-hmm. And and then I looked at how you check and look, it is pretty simple when you're on your Gmail, top right hand corner, you click on your face, you go Google account, you click on apps and then you're there. So it's basically three steps to see the apps that you have. Okay. And for me, someone who uses Google like 24-7, yep. there wasn't a single one that I'd given full access to. Okay. So don't... So don't, this, isn't, this isn't... We don't need to be alarmed about this. Correct. That's My right. message is be alert, not alarmed. Yeah. Yeah, I want people to know that it's possible. And I think it's good good practice for you to go into your settings, go to the account settings, go to the security page, and actually click on it. Click around the whole security page. Do a bit of a security checkup. You might be surprised at what you find. Um, it, it's it's one of those just, okay, true, it's happening. Mm. We have there's no, there's no allegation that any of these third-party companies have externally mined or used your data yeah. you know, outside of that. You've got to remember, Cambridge Analytica were getting your information and on selling it. Oh, so, yeah. Very different and, and, story. And, and your friend's information too. Correct. But this is, yeah, I think in the climate of, of the Facebook drama, I think then naturally everyone looked at Google. Mm. They, they, were the, they were kind of the next suspect next big, on the line. Yeah, yeah. And 
now what what you're saying now kind of make makes you feel a bit more reassured that they've they've got they're not selling you down the river with your data. Yeah, look, they, they seem to be a bit more on point and vigilant. But with your information, if you're not vigilant with what you click and and yeah. the, the things you subscribe to, you could well have third parties looking into your emails right now. So it's a it's a timely message to check your settings, go to yeah. the screen, and you know your what, stock take stock take your life settings, admin yeah. those kind of things. Just yeah. go in and have have a check of the security settings. All good websites. Um, in terms of services like Facebook Absolutely. and Google and stuff, they have a, a security centre, a privacy centre where you can see those things. Yeah. Just jump in, have a look and see what you find. Yeah, spend a few minutes. It's Correct. worth it, isn't it? Like we, you, if you get lazy and complacent, that, that's when, that's pro- that's when trouble loose. starts, yeah. doesn't it? If we, you've got to just stay on top of it. Two blokes talking tech, uh, get in touch. The uh, hashtag Ziggy Zaggy. Um, uh, fair, 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 we should have a hashtag 350. Just, sure. for, just for messages that come yeah. off the 350. Hashtag 350 and hashtag Ziggy Zaggy, yeah. of course. And uh, at Trevor Long, at Stephen Fennick, Two Bikes Talking Tech. Well, the Amazon, uh, Amazon's been going for just, uh, I think, seven months now here in Australia. Yeah. And they've just recently launched Amazon Prime. Are you uh, are you interested? Would you be a Prime customer? Do you think, mate? Or um, do you order a lot of stuff online? Are you an online shopper? I have done a bit lately, kind of trying to find more quirky things for the Today Show and stuff. But uh, so maybe it's interesting to me in a okay. bit. But oh no, nah. like the Grand Tour is the only reason I want Amazon. Yeah, that's right. Well, Prime not only gets you the the fast free shipping, also free international shipping over forty nine bucks US. Uh, but you also get Amazon Prime Video. You get the uh, the Kindle Unlimited, I think, as well. So you get your books as well as some other perks. But what they have every day, and we're getting it already, it's only just launched a few weeks ago, we're getting Prime Day. Right. Which is actually 36 hours of sales. Prime Day and a half? Prime Day and a half, they so call it, yeah. Prime Day (laughs) 1.5. But, uh, yeah, this is going to – it kicks off on July the 16th at midday and runs until midnight on July 17th. And basically it's just kind of a – it's like the click frenzy type Amazon uh, okay. for for Prime customers. You've got to be a Prime customer to get it. So if anyone and the beauty of this is that it still falls within that free thirty days. If you if you sign up today on the thirty day plan, oh. you'll you'll still be able to qualify for it. Oh, nice. So you don't have to pay any money. They really suck you then, in on that one. <laughs> yeah. So after thirty days, though, then you've got to make the decision whether you want to be a customer. Or but, more more likely, their their strategy is after thirty days you forget that you're on the thirty exactly. day exactly, and then hello, and they clip the ticket. That's right. That's well, okay. that, that's kind of how it works, isn't yeah, it? But absolutely. That's how all, all, to... all the free trials work. Yeah, exactly. But uh, in this one, and Amazon are known for, and what I buy from Amazon is mainly books. I buy mainly books from Amazon. <laughs> but books, they're going to have books, electronics, DVDs. If you can't buy them at Kmart anymore, you can get them on Amazon. Hmm. Smart home devices, video games, another popular area to buy. Hmm. Cookware, appliances, fashion. Fashion. And toys. Toys on Amazon. Maybe that might be some more thing to explore, some quirky toys, tech yes, toys. Yes. But, uh, yeah, so you get – there's going to be some – and from what I'm hearing, um, the, the I was told that there's going to be some pretty amazing bargains here if, you, if you're if you a Prime member and and that, that you also get your free shipping and all of that as well. And I'll tell you what, the one thing we can almost guarantee, if anyone knows how to handle server load, 
It's the people that basically support yeah. 90% of the world's internet, which is Amazon. Amazon, yeah. yeah. They host a lot of so things. So I think they'll yeah. be okay with an inundation yeah. of people. Yeah, won't be, maybe they click frenzy a few years back. Yeah, the Where first was it? one. Four or five years ago. Yeah, yeah. And it had a massive meltdown. What are they doing? It was just awful. Because yeah. I remember because we, we launched it on a current affair and the whole the thing was going to be at 7 o'clock, current affair yeah. was at 6.30 to 7 back yeah, then. Yeah. And it was like, okay, well, here's 1,600 of the deals and they went live and there was no one could get it. Boom. <laughs> and then we've had the census and what was the one we had a few Oh, uh, the census. That have, was two years ago. Eh? We have just recently something failed. Um, walk up. Oh, yeah. The walk Optus up. walk up. Hello. <laughs> Hello. Yeah. This Optus the last sport. Episodes, yeah. yeah. But By the, the way. Cen- census was, that was, uh, that was, in. Ba- I remember I was in New York when that happened and it made headlines in America. It was yeah. embarrassing. Just to close the loop on Optus. Yeah. I've been watching Optus Sport. Yeah. It's pretty good. Worked okay. It's fine. Yeah, it's great. Like I streamed. I had to pull over yesterday morning on the way to today's show to, to watch the, the England penalty shootout. Penalty shootout. Yeah. Um, and actually what I did, I had, the, had it coming through the car audio, just, just uh, listening to it. And then it went to penalties. I went, oh, no, I'm pulling over now. I'm, yeah, I'm here. Right. And, you know, it was faultless. But that, that said... Everyone's watching SBS, so do we really know? Like, I feel like it works. I feel like they fix it. I feel like it's good. Yeah. But do we really know? I'd love them to come out and just say what was wrong. Do you remember what happened with, remember when the Note 7 happened? Remember the Note 7 drama? Samsung had a press conference. They said, right, here's exactly what happened. And here's two other independent companies who did their their own study and came up with the same conclusion as us. Yeah. We need that from Optus. We need Optus to say, you know what? When the Do World you know Cup's what? over, this is the, thank you for all our customers, blah, blah, blah. And by the way, this is what happened. This thing here, this server did this. There was an error here. Boom, boom. That's what caused it. We're, and now we know how to fix that. And it's done. Spot on. And they don't need it for, for the public. They need it for people like us and for them. Absolutely They right. need to do it for themselves. Because that, that's one thing I think that helps Samsung rebuild and come back to, to, to where, where it was before the Note 7 was... It was so open and transparent and was willing to sort of say, look, yep, this is what happened. This is what we we fixed it and we're going to move on. Yeah, That's what they need. There's still that mystery there why there's still that doubt in people's minds. If there's a big event, can they handle it? Mm. If they come out and say, right, this is what happened and that's why it didn't work and we now we know that. So for next time, we're good. Mm. I think that'll help them. True. Um, anyway, we've uh, we've moved on from the World Cup. God love it. And uh, if you want details of the Amazon Prime Day and a half sale, uh, techguide.com.au. Two Blokes Talking Tech is sponsored also by our friends at Uniden, and they've got a range of dash cams. They've actually got 12 dash cams in the range, so suitable for all types of budgets but also for different types of users as well. There's, there's single camera models, dual camera models. There's even a model that can, that can capture your video in 4K, uh, the only one of its kind on the market. That's the iGo Cam 80. Now, one thing they all have in common is the fact they're continually recording whatever's happening on the road. They're your eyes and ears on the road. Uh, most of them are Wi-Fi enabled too, so you can actually transfer footage directly to your smartphone uh, from the device. So if there's uh, some video, you don't have to worry about taking the the memory card out, putting it into a computer. You can actually transfer that video wirelessly. Uh, they all have uh, LCD color screens as well. They give you even large speedo displays too, so that not only are they watching what's happening, they're also reminding you of the speed limits. There's also speed and red light camera warnings. Some of the top of 
the 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 the, the top of the line models also have lane departure warnings as well. Something that you normally only get in high end luxury cars, but that comes with uh, some of the higher end Uniden dash cams. If you want to check out all of that range, you know where to go: uniden.com.au. Well, this is interesting to me because I would have thought this was a bit of a crowded space um, to, to get into gaming. Um, you look at Xbox, you look at PlayStation, um, even Apple TV is, is seen as a gaming device. You've got Stream, the Steam, sorry, the, the streaming kind of the download uh, gaming service. They have their own controller and stuff. But now NVIDIA is getting direct into that space with um, like a little TV box that uh, more than doubles, uh, you know, kind of excels as a gaming device as well. It is, yeah. This is the NVIDIA Shield. Now, you've got to remember NVIDIA is coming from the the graphics processor technical side and they're, they're bringing through the Shield. It's been out in America for a couple of years now, coming to Australia for the first time. This is the box is actually about it's slightly larger than a phone. It's it's about really? yeah it's it's about size of like a paperback novel. You know about that okay. size. Um, I was surprised. I thought it'd be a lot bigger than that. It's 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 really tiny. Um, the it'll be released in Australia. I think uh, next week. Okay. But I uh, they have released some details about it. So this isn't a review. This is just sort of me talking about the specs. Uh, it does have, it can handle 4K, can handle HDR. So you've got your Netflix stand, yep. Amazon video, all of that. But on the gaming side, so if you're a gamer, you can, this is running Android too, by the way. Okay. So if you're, you want to play some Android games, which are pretty high quality when you see them on your devices. So imagine that experience on your, on your screen with four, with, with the high, the, the really fast processors supporting it. So it's a really nice experience on your television. Okay. But, but the but other thing, Android games, Android games, but this will also be suitable for PC gamers. So PC gamers, as its name suggests, play on their PCs. So they've got this high end with a GeForce graphics processor on their computer what the Shield does, Shield can actually link to the computer wirelessly and stream that content in real time with virtually no lag to their television. So rather than being have, only have, can playing that game on the computer, they can grab a controller and play it on the best screen in the house. So the controller links to the computer. Yes, well, to the and, NVIDIA, and the, to the Shield, which links back to the, to the computer. Really, so the, yeah. the controller is linked to the to the Shield TV, yes. yep. which is just telling the computer what to do. Exactly, and showing, right. well, that's pretty and in real powerful. time. So, so it's basically a wireless, um, you know, monitor link. Exactly. Yeah. So it's it's kind of screen replicating the screen, wow. sort of screen casting with, with from the, the computer with the controller though as well with the controller and for for a lot of gamers because there's a lot of 4K games out there, but not everyone has a 4K monitor. But in the lounge room, they've got a 4K TV, which is bigger and better with HDR. So this is a great solution for those gamers who want to have, have like a, a console experience without being stuck in their, in their room with the, with the computer. They can have that experience, enjoy the 4K HDR on, on their big screen. So this is uh, running Android, and not only is it a great entertainment device for your Netflix and all that as well, uh, it also has that gaming aspect to it also. Uh, and it's it starts at two hundred and seventy five dollars, and that comes with uh, you, there's a controller, sort of like an Apple TV type controller. I think for an extra thirty bucks, you get the you get the gaming controller as yep. well. 
So Shield, I think it's out on July 12, but uh, there will be a review on Tech Guide when it, when it is released. Check it out, techguide.com.au for the basic details now and a full review shortly. Two Blokes Talking Tech. You're listening to Two Blokes Talking Tech. With Trevor Long and Stephen Fennick. Yippee-ki-yay, Trevor. <laughs> <laughs> Who knows what I'm talking about there? I'll, yeah. I'll, I'll mention another line. I like this line out of it. Welcome to the party, pal. Talk about Die Hard, okay? Yeah. Die Hard for any of you action film fans. And you've actually seen this movie. Please tell me yeah, you've seen I Die have, Hard. I've definitely seen it. Okay, yep. great. This uh, It's the 30th he's, anniversary he's of the like movie. He's like a cop, isn't he? Um, he is. He's a New York cop. And they, they hate him because he's crazy. No, no. Visiting his estranged wife's uh, office building on Christmas Eve. So he's come to town to visit her Christmas Eve. Terrorists take over the building, the Nakatomi Plaza, which is actually the Fox Plaza. So, you know, there's a 20th Century That's Fox right, movie yeah. that at the time, this was filmed in 1987, released in 1988. At that time, the building had only just been completed. And they thought, well, here, you need a high-rise, use our one. So that's actually Fox's own building yeah, that they're right. using, which is Nakatomi in, in Century City in Los Angeles. Why are we Angeles. talking about a movie on Two Bucks? Because about? it's the 30th anniversary, and they're releasing Still. a remaster in 4K. 4K oh, okay. What about UHD? you? You found a small, <laughs> tiny link to not only get it on Tech Guide, but to but it's, mention it's it on this podcast. It's a fun little story because anyone – look, we're all fans of the Die Hard movies. They've made five of them. And the Four original one – You know the original one? Is one of the most popular Christmas movies around. Get, it's a Christmas movie because it's Christmas Eve, right? right. So it's got a Christmas aspect to it. Okay. It's one of the most popular Christmas movies out there. Okay. It's. Uh, I think it's it established Bruce Willis too as an action star because, as I understand, Arnold Schwarzenegger knocked it back, Sylvester Stallone knocked it back, oh. uh, so all these people, Richard Gere knocked it back. And they thought, well, let's give Bruce Willis a go. At the time, he was sort of a bartender on Moonlighting. He was sort mm. of not a not a sort of massive action star, but it this actually established him as an action star. Great, it's out on 4K. It's out on 4K, and it has a remastered uh, print. So it's a, it's been remastered. Uh, it does look amazing. I've already watched it. There's also some commentary. That's actually my photo of the Nakatomi okay. building yeah. in LA. There. People when you look at techguide.com.au. Definitely. But, uh, yeah, it's it's been remastered. It's 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 got some great commentary by the director, John McTiernan, who also directed uh, Predator and The Hunt for Red October. So he's got a pretty good resume as far as I'm concerned. But well worth checking out. Die Hard in 4K. Check it out, techguide.com.au. <laughs> Stephen, do you think this will be a minute? Minutes. Let's go. Number one. The Uniden UPP-136. Up. Yeah, up 136. And what this is, this is a, a battery that is strong enough, has more enough power to jumpstart your car. So really handy to have because how many times you've been stranded with a dead battery, it's not the best thing. Rather than having to call third-party roadside assistance, you just pull out the Uniden UPP-136. That sounds funny, UPP, doesn't it? The up 136, I'll call it. IPUP, UPP. connected... <laughs> Connected to your, your your jumper term your battery terminals and boom you can just but the kicker here is it's got enough kick in it to not only jumpstart the the car but also you know you can charge your laptop off it you can charge your laptop there are not if you go, if you're on a MacBook you're out of luck but if you've got a PC laptop there's eight adapters so uh, and it's also got a dual uh, US micro USB and Lightning cable so you can uh, charge your mobile devices as well 
Uh, it's got a little display so that it tells you how much battery's left and ha- comes in a, in a handy carry case. It's one hundred and forty nine ninety five, and one of those products that you'll be glad you got it if you if you ever comes to you being stranded somewhere, especially for keep it in the glove box. Your wife, your daughter, they might be driving. If they're, 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 you don't want them stranded, you want them to be able to uh, start the car. It also has a built in torch as well with flashing modes in the event of an emergency. Very nice details. Techguide.com.au. Two blokes talking tech. You're listening to Two Blokes Talking Tech with Trevor Long and Stephen Fennick. While we're still in what, the car, what does that even still, say? We're still in the car. That's the Basius, oh. uh, is the brand name. Basius, B-A-S-E-U-S. Oh, this is cool. Yep. Yeah, this is a Qi wireless car charger. So we've a lot of car products today. Yeah. Uh, the, this are, so we all know the law is you've got to have your phone in a holder. So this is not only a holder, but while it's in the holder, it's also charging your device. Without you having to plug it in. Uh, no, you got to, there's a cable that no, comes to the bottom. No, you have to plug the phone in. Yeah, the phone, no, phone just slips into the and, and the slips into the in the holder and it's got a unique design. So you you put the phone in the into the holder and then it it instantly grips the phone. Right. So you, the arms come in, the bottom comes up so it can handle phones from 4 inches up to 6.5 inches that have got Qi wireless just charging. To, just to be clear, a lot of people were confused by this. I had one the other day on the Today show a laser model. Um the thing stays permanently plugged into your cigarette lighter. It's just all, so you don't have to yes. fumble around with your phone in the cable and all that. You just simply put your phone in the, That's in right. the holder. And this That's is it. smart enough too to not overpower your phone, right. overheat your phone, and it also will kill the trickle charge when, once your phone's one hundred percent. So right. safe to use as well. Now this is from uh, this is from a, a, the lululook.com site. Uh, it is thirty five dollars forty Australian. Uh, which is pretty cheap, I think, when you come to looking at a mm. wireless charger car holder. You'd pay that just for a car holder, thirty-five yeah, bucks. For sure. Qi wireless charging. Uh, there is a shipping charge as well. There is free shipping if you don't if you don't mind waiting a little bit. You can get it faster, pay an extra four or five bucks. Uh, but it's all there. The the basiest ten watt Qi wireless car charge phone holder. I love it when you say available chi. now. Yeah, Qi. Uh, is available now and the reviews on TechGuide as well. TechGuide.com.au. Chi is QI. Yes. QI. That's how you say it. Yeah, I know. It's a little. I'm, yeah, just, yeah. I'm, I'm impressed. That's all. Yeah. Two Blokes Talking Tech. Two Blokes Talking Tech. You're listening to Two Blokes Talking Tech with Trevor Long and Stephen Fennick. Stephen, uh, happy 350th. And to you too, Trev. Thanks for the wake up call this morning too, by the way. You got here very early. I don't, I don't open my door that early in the morning to anyone. I think people are aware of that after yeah. the preamble. I'm pretty sure I'm going to publish yeah. there you go. with a few beeps. Oh, really? Yeah. <laughs> Did you record that as well? Yeah. There's no, yeah, you got to be yeah. on your guard with you. That's it, mate. You think I'd have learned that after three I, mean, I was going to say, episodes, well, yeah. probably only been doing that for about yeah. 50 to 100, but okay. geez, it was rubbish back in the day when we did Skype. We did, uh, yeah. So it's been, what, what two and a half years now yeah, we've been doing so, it yeah. face-to-face, so a large chunk of... Yeah. Uh, I deserve damage money just for having a look at your mug Damage money. Oh, what about me, mate? <laughs> Sorry, there's Tom, no amount of money. Sorry, Tom Cruise. There's no amount of money that can compensate you for what you've had to endure. Oh well, that's all good. <laughs> let's do it again next week and yep. all the way through. Uh, let's get to 400. Let's just make little, little little stretch goals. Yeah, let's do that. Thanks for listening. Thanks for all your very kind messages on Facebook and Twitter. We appreciate it. It's always great to have uh, your support. And uh, leave, feel free to leave those similar style messages at iTunes on a, a podcast rating. Talk to you next week, mate. I'll talk to you then. 